What's up, what's up, what's up, New Hope Church? How you guys doing? Yeah? Hey, uh, happy New Year. It is so good to see you. And when you, uh, when you have church on December 31st, you really don't know who's going to show up. Like, you don't know if you're stepping out here and it's going to be you and Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But this is amazing. I mean, look at this. This is incredible. Welcome. God has a blessing for you, I believe, for ending the year in church and stepping into the next year in the house of the Lord. Can I hear an amen? amen. And uh, we are thrilled. Hey, why don't you just keep it going? Why don't we welcome all of the campus locations, Garner, Sanford, Hillsboro, North Raleigh, Columbia, Kenya, North Durham, Coffee House, and as I've been saying lately, New Hope Airwear. Airwear. I want to get a campus pastor. I'm not even kidding. I want to get a campus pastor. Um, this, a camp, you know, we got campus pastors of like Garner and Sanford. I, I get, a, get a campus pastor. He is the campus pastor of New Hope Airwear. What do you think? I think we need that because that'll be the online campus pastor. I just realized that I brought out my Harley Davidson mug. And no, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm just now realizing this in the moment. It's kind of a chill day. So I thought, you know what? I want to bring my coffee out. And I just realized that the sacrament of Holy Communion <laughs> is on the table with my Harley Davidson mug. And you might be thinking that's sacrilegious. I actually think that is two very godly things. One far more godly than the other. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all doing good? Man, I'm glad you're here. Check it out. 354 people crossed over from death to life Christmas weekend in this church. Come on now. Come on now. And I know the campuses has probably already celebrated that, but come on, church. Three, and that, that's... That's just the ones we know. I mean, that's just the ones who raised their hand and said, you know what? Yeah, so 354. Can you believe that we get to do this? I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Did, did you have a good Christmas? Did you survive? So many of you are asking me, did, did we take the Christmas tree down yet? <laughs> Heck no. You, you ever know that you don't want to do something because you know that in the midst of doing it, you're probably going to sin? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just putting it off. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that means you weren't here for Christmas and we love you and we're glad you're here for New Year's Eve. Hey, a um, couple quick things. Uh, gift of hope. We've been talking about that for the last uh, month. And uh, that is our, our, our challenge, our goal. 100% uh, of it is going to the um, faith rising hope rising campaign and so we had a goal of uh, $500,000 and I come bringing you great news the last I heard we are nearing $300,000 that we as a church have generously given towards this campaign as we finish strong we only have a month left and uh, it's really my opportunity to say to you we really only have a day left in 2017 so um, if you want to be a part of that we would love to welcome you into that I've always felt this way. Some of you might not think like this, but I surely uh, unashamedly think like this, that when it comes to the end of the year, if I've got a choice to send my money 
to the government and Uncle Sam or get a tax break and give it to the work of the Lord, what do you think I'm going to do? Everybody say work of the Lord. Work of the Lord. So if you want to be a part of that, we would welcome you into that today. Hey, next um, next week we are beginning a series called Come Back. Everybody say Come Back. Come Back. And uh, I'm, I'm really fired up about this series. And it takes a lot for me to get fired up right now because I got to tell you, Battle Ready, Battle Ready was, it just moved me deeply. It was one of the most powerful uh, message series we've ever done as a church. Remember we had Maximus up here? Remember that? And we talked about Ephesians 6. And to be honest with you, I was just kind of like, man, I hate to leave that. Um, but we left it for Christmas and uh, it takes a lot for me to get fired up. Come back. I am very very excited about this because here's what I know as I talk to the, to the masses of people and I, I try to study humanity. The truth is what happens is life beats you up and some of us don't even dream anymore. Some of us have given up on our dreams. And uh, I, saw, I saw a picture on, on the computer screen the other day. Uh, look at this. I think they, I think they throw it up, threw it up there for you. Make 2018 the year of the comeback. <laughs> I mean, I just saw this the other day and we're doing a series called Comeback. And uh, you don't wanna miss a single Sunday in January. Surely hope you will be a part of that. And all of that will culminate on Vision Day, which is our annual birthday of the church. I'm talking about Sweet 16. New Hope Church is turning 16 years old on, amen is right, January 28th. Come on, January 28th. 2018, and uh, we are just fired up. And if you know anything about Vision Day, it's at a whole nother, what, level. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, hey, so, so get ready. January is going to be incredible. I just want to talk to you for a few moments today. And again, I'm just so glad at all of our campuses, you came out on New Year's Eve. It tells me a lot about you. And I believe God has a blessing in store for you. Um, I want to ask you, what is, what is going to be your focus in 2018? What are you going to take delight in, in the new year? And what is your deepest desires and I'm gonna let that just hang in the air for a moment. Because with a crowd this size and at all the campuses and anybody watching this anywhere on television or on the internet, there's a lot represented here. Like when you just strip it all away and you start to be vulnerable, even if you can't be vulnerable with your spouse or your children or your loved ones and you can really only be vulnerable with God. And some of us have a hard time being vulnerable with God. Like what do you deeply desire? What is your heart's desire? Read this verse of scripture out loud with me. Maybe this is a verse for you going into the new year. It's Psalm 37, four, ready, go. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you out loud, really strong, all the campuses. You did great, but I want us to read it for a second time. Ready, go. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That, amen, that's a promise in scripture. But notice there's two parts to it. One is we have to what? Good job. We have to take delight in the Lord. 
Some of you are here and you're disappointed because you're not getting the desires of your heart. So the question after you read that verse, you should ask yourself is, am I fully delighting in the Lord? The Bible promises me that if I will take delight in the Lord, he will give me the desires of my heart. I love how Paul would pick up this theme in Philippians 4, and Paul would say that God will give you the desires of your heart, comma, according to his riches in Christ. So as you take delight in the Lord, as you take delight in Christ, the Bible says God will give you the desires of your heart. I'm praying that will happen for us in 2018. And since I felt so much mental energy in the room, I wanna ask the question one more time. What are you deeply desiring in 2018? In your relationships, in your vocation, in your soul, in your psyche, in your marriage or lack thereof, in your children or lack thereof? What could happen? Here's the the key question as we get ready to move towards the table. What could happen if we as a community of faith in general, but we as individuals in particular, made Christ the center throne desire of our heart. How might 2018 look different than 2017? How might 2018 look different maybe than any other year of your life if you fully make Christ the center and the full desire of your heart? With a name like Kelly, you probably are aware of the fact that I have some Irish blood in me. And as a result, I'm a big St. Patrick fan. I love St. Patrick. And what some of us don't realize is St. Patrick was an amazing Christian missionary. One of my favorite poems, if you will, but it really is a prayer by St. Patrick, says this. And why don't you just let this settle into your soul and maybe it could become your prayer and maybe I'll just remember to put this on my blog um, this week. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. In other words, Christ in all. Amen? Christ in all. Complete surrender and desire to be in Christ and Christ alone. This, uh, this year, I have realized something for the first time. I've realized, and some of you have had kids who've gone off to college. I have realized uh, 
how much I love my kids and I thought I already knew. I'm telling you, if you haven't experienced this yet, and like I said, some of you have, but some of you, you have this down the road. When your kids go off to college, it is, it's wonderful, but it's also difficult. But then something happens if you're blessed, they all kind of come back around. Amen. And uh, they come back around for the holidays. And I thought I knew how much I loved my kids. I really did. But then they went off to college. We have three in college now. And so fall break, we experienced this. And at Thanksgiving, we experienced this. And this week, we've experienced this. Once they go away and they come back and they join the rest of the family, I can't even put words into what it means as a dad to sit in the same room with my entire family back together. Conversations are going and laughter is happening and I'm seeing that my kids actually really do love one another because they're all so happy to be back together. And several times throughout the Christmas season, I would just kind of sit back and get lost in the moment. And for the life of me, and, and I, I, you know, what I do with my life, I do with words. <laughs> but for the life of me, words escape me. I can't even articulate what it means as a dad to have my five children and my wife and I back together in the same room. I believe that that's one of the reasons why Christ Jesus took a piece of bread and a cup of wine. And he said, do this often when you come together. Like, think about how much you love your kids. And I can tell that, that you're kind of with me in terms of like, what must it be like for the family to get back together? And I can't even articulate it. In the same kind of way, God the Father delights in his children when we gather around the table of the Lord. And so if you have your Bibles open to 1 Corinthians 11, if you would. And the Bible says this, for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this in remembrance of me when you drink it. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So the Lord Jesus said, when you get together, do this in remembrance of me. Take a piece of bread. Take the fruit of the vine. Eat, drink in remembrance of me. And as you do, you proclaim the Lord's death and resurrection 
until he comes again. It's called a sacrament. It's what the church is always taught to be a means of grace. It's you and I gathering together at the table like you might gather with your family around a table. It's us, check it out, church. It's all of us in all of our locations as a New Hope movement delighting in one another as family. Amen? Sisters and brothers in Christ delighting in one another, but delighting in God. Delighting in what he has done for us delighting in what we are hoping he will do for us in the year to come. But don't miss this. Him, God, delighting in you. Like a father, like an earthly dad delights in his children. Our God, come on now, delights in you being here. He is delighted that you came to church. He is delighted that you are at his table. And so in light of that, I wanted to share something with you. And you received this on your way in and you don't have to look at this when I read it to you, but you're welcome to. But oh my Lord, put it on your refrigerator or put it in your Bible, or put it on your nightstand. What you have in your hands is God's love for you, is the fact that God delights in you. And at the bottom of the card, you're gonna notice footnote after footnote after footnote after footnote because all of this is scripture. And what I wanted to read over you today as we move to the table and I see some of you already doing this. This is so great. When I'm reading it, if you would like, just, just close your eyes. You, you can read along with me if you like, but I think what might even be more powerful is if you just start to enter into a posture of prayer and you close your eyes and you listen carefully and you let me read this over you. Let this change your perspective on how much God loves you. Let this change your perspective on how much you can delight in the Lord in 2018. Let this thrust you into a posture that God Almighty might give you the desires of your heart in 2018 and beyond. Let this thrust you into a season of prayer, like even this morning, for your brothers and sisters around you. Hey. Pray for me as I pray for you. And as we get ready to move to the table, I just want to read this over the movement everywhere. It's titled Father's Love Letter. My child, you may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you rise up. I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very head, hairs on your head are numbered. For you were made in my image. In me you live 
and move and have your being. For you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You were not a mistake. For all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but I am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could. For I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand. For I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore. And I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you. For you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul. And I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day I will wipe every tear from your eyes and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your father and I love you even as I love my son, Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you. And to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son, Jesus, you receive me and nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and I will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you. Love your dad.
Will you pray with me? Abba Father, thank you for calling us to this place today. Thank you for a piece of bread and a cup of juice that represents your body and your blood that was shed for us. Thank you that you delight in us gathering at your table. Thank you for scripture. All of that scripture, Father God, that I just had the privilege, the awesome privilege of reading over your children. God, may we truly delight in you as you delight in us. Father, thank you for 2017. For some of us, Father God, it might've been a great year. For others of us, God, it's been a difficult year. But as the Bible says, Lord, you've been good to us. You've been good to us and you've brought us thus far. Even if it's been hard, you've, you've brought us thus far. So Father, we, we raise our Ebenezer we declare that you are still good and we trust you in the year to come. And we thank you that we get to gather at the table of the Lord and delight in our brothers and sisters and delight in you as you delight in us, your children. Father, for the person who might be here today, God, listening to this message, and maybe they don't even know if they know you yet as Father, May they come home. If you're here today and you want to receive Christ, just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Holy communion can be a converting sacrament. It can be a means by which you receive Jesus physically and a piece of bread and a cup of juice, but spiritually as you approach the table of the Lord. So if that's you, say, Lord Jesus, just come into my heart. Be with me in 2018. I receive you as the Lord and Savior of my life. I thank you for what you did on the cross for me. Thank you for giving your life for me. I now receive you and give my life back to you. I pray it all in Jesus' name. The one who taught us all to pray together out loud saying, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Man, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord is right. Hey, your campus pastor is going to come now and lead you uh, to the table in terms of the logistics for your particular setting. We love you. Happy New Year. And may God meet you at his table today.